Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> What's going on? Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we got two very big, very important answers in the ongoing Aaron Rodgers saga today. We have found out is the man retiring or does he intend to play football this upcoming season? And Mojo, the answer to that is. Aaron Rodgers wants to play, wants to come back for a 19th NFL season. Now that uh, naturally then uh, poses the question, who does he play for? Does he want to play in Green Bay where he has been for his entire NFL career? Or is it time finally for Aaron Rodgers to leave Wisconsin? Well, He spoke today, Mojo, for the first time in a long time. We know Aaron Rodgers, uh, the NFL insiders, they don't have insight here. Nobody speaks for Aaron besides Aaron Rodgers, and he gave us some answers today. He went on former NFL star punter Pat McAfee's very popular show, broke his silence, and cleared up a whole bunch. Take a look. I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. and I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get uh, for me and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just, uh, <laughs> I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture. Um, you know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude and just heart open for the Packer fans Hell yeah. and what it meant to be their quarterback. And also the reality of the situation, you know, like it is what it is. The Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let, they've let other people know that in direct words. Um, and because I still have that fire and I, I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York, uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, getting that done at this point. My goodness, a lot was said there in that conversation. My major takeaway is that, There is still a 0.1% chance he stays with my Green Bay Packers. The deal isn't done yet, Babcock. I don't care what they're saying. No, and Mojo, that's a good point because a lot of people heard Aaron say what he said and they assumed that, okay, 100% he is a New York Jet. Now, all that happened is that Aaron has said, I want to play for the Jets, but a a big-time trade has to be executed here. You're talking about dealing a 39-year-old quarterback who is due to make uh, 60 million bucks next year. So that is a difficult trade to pull the trigger on and to get two teams who uh, who can agree that it's fair. So a lot of work left to be done here. That is the bottom line. Sure, it would be an unmitigated disaster on everybody's part if he had to go back to Green Bay after all of this has now been said. But I don't think you're wrong in that there is the slightest, slightest possibility. Yeah, and I mean, bottom line is Aaron Rodgers has very, very little say over over this contract decision, um, this this trade, I should say. 
Look, man, we see players get traded all the time, and they have literally zero input on these matters. But that's the reality of the game. Aaron Rodgers has expressed uh, where he wants to go play. That is significant. There is absolutely something to be said for that. It, it does make that transition just a little more smooth. But, hey, maybe again, that's another bargaining chip. For the Packers, if the Jets want him and if Aaron Rodgers wants to go, they might be digging their heels in to Aaron's point, trying to get a last little bit of something else on the way out. And you can't necessarily blame somebody uh, for doing that. But at, at the end of the day, uh, my goodness, this deal is so much further from being done than I think any of us thought it was. And there is still so much to go. Yeah, look, I, I knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to play football. I would have been beyond shocked, the most shocked I've ever been in my life if Aaron Rodgers would have retired because I don't care how much money you have or how much money you've made, you don't walk away from $60 million that's no. guaranteed to you. And that's why Aaron Rodgers, in my mind, was always going to play. Look, obviously was not happy last year, did not like the targets that he had, although it's kind of funny that the Jets have signed some of the people that Aaron played with last year that's something we'll talk about in just a minute here. But the bottom line is that they have a stacked team. They have a lot of good young position players, skill position players. And I, I think that this makes a lot of sense. And I said it uh, a few weeks ago. I think that the Jets are uh, one of the front runners now to win uh, the AFC. And uh, don't be surprised if you see the New York Jets in the Super Bowl. And obviously that's something that has been you don't really say those words, uh, and, and at least not lately. It's, it's been a while since the Jets played in the Super Bowl, and it's been forever since they won one. But uh, they're about to have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. Now, Mojo, Aaron Rodgers also cleared up something because there there's been a lot of talk. The guy doesn't speak, so a lot of people have accused Aaron of holding up this process and in turn holding up two organizations, the Jets and the Packers. They couldn't sign free agents because they didn't know what the quarterback was doing. Well, Aaron said, hey, I made up my decision on Friday, so I'm not holding up any. Anybody. He also put to bed a narrative that he gave the Jets a whole bunch of demands of players that they needed to sign before he would agree to play quarterback in New York. Uh, of course, they signed Alan Lazard. Uh, there's a lot of talk that Aaron also wanted Odell Beckham Jr., that he wanted Randall Cobb signed to the Jets. Uh, Aaron said that that's not the case. He did not give them any demands. He simply said, hey, I like these guys, and if you want to go get them, then great. I'm not going to be disappointed. Now, it is a fact, Mojo, that the Jets have signed Alan Lazard. Besides Aaron, who was very happy about that, Alan Lazard himself, he is very close with Aaron Rodgers, and he loved playing wide receiver uh, when Aaron Rodgers was quarterback. As a matter of fact, we talked uh, to Allen just a few weeks ago in Arizona uh, at the Super Bowl, and he could not have spoke about A-Rod in uh, more glowing terms. Check this out. Obviously, catching passes from him, um, you know, it's, it's been a highlight of my life, my career and everything. How good is his pass? It's incredible how it just fits there perfectly. Really? And, like, you're just running and it's just like, huh. And next thing you know, just like, it, it But you don't it. notice it until you, you experience it. It's one of those things, you know, that's like, it's hard to describe. And excuse my French, but I feel like it's how people describe, like, psychedelics or other drugs. They're like, well, you, you've never you've never experienced it. So it's like, right. you, you don't know what it's like to, to have that right. moment, to have that feeling. It's the greatest of all time. Might be the go. Not mine. No mine. Drop the mic. He's the go. The best person to ever pick up a football and throw the ball. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's high praise. Anytime you say <laughs> catching passes from someone is similar to taking psychedelics. <laughs> that's the quite the endorsement right there, we'll say. 
look, if you're going to sign the new face of your franchise, if you're going to pay this man $60 million and make him the shot caller of your team, yeah, you're going to ask his opinion on who he wants to throw the ball to, <laughs> who he thinks he can be successful with. I mean, that was a big problem for Aaron in Green Bay is yeah. he felt that he wasn't being listened to, that they weren't giving him the players that he needed to be successful, that he can go out there and literally be a multi-time MVP and still not have what he needs to be successful. I mean, that's crazy. So if you're going to sign Aaron Rodgers, you're going to hear him out. You're going to ask his opinion. And Aaron should give them to him. He wants to go. He wants to win. He doesn't want to get traded with all this pomp and circumstance and deliver a losing season or anything short of the playoff season. Have that conversation. Iron these things out. Make the man happy with uh, with his target. And, and let's get this thing off and running. Mike and Mojo. Mojo, we now know when John ja Morant will be eligible to return and probably will make his return for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the NBA and Adam Silver, their commissioner, uh, announced uh, their suspension. Of course, John ja Morant has not played since he flashed a gun in a nightclub in a uh, Denver area bar uh, two Saturdays ago. So it was March 4th when this happened. Of course, John ja Morant uh, uh, took a leave of absence from the Grizzlies. He actually went to Florida and sought treatment for what? We're not exactly sure, but sought treatment in Florida. Well, now he is done with treatment, Mojo. He was in New York City had a sit-down, a face-to-face -face meeting with the commissioner. Look, uh, Adam Silver, he, he didn't mince his words here. He said Ja's behavior was irresponsible, reckless, and potentially very dangerous. And obviously, when you're playing with a handgun in a club, uh, all that is true. But uh, he's a young guy. He's 23 years old. Everybody hopes that this guy has, uh, has now sort of saw the light and uh, can continue on with his otherwise incredible career. Mojo. So March 20th, uh, that will have been uh, eight games that he would have missed. And he's on one of the best teams in the uh, in the Western Conference. And he'll be back on that floor starting next week. Yeah. And you got to hope those counseling sessions helped out somewhat. And um, even more so than that, you, you got to hope that he's had conversations with some veteran leadership uh, where he was able to work these things out again. You always worry about the snowball effect. When guys start making mistakes, it's hard to stop making mistakes. And you got to nip these things in the bud right away and uh, make sure that this doesn't cost you your career when you're one of the best, most talented young players in the NBA and you just have years left uh, to, to make a real difference in the sport of basketball. Uh, you've seen some back and forth on the eight games that people think it's appropriate too much or too little. I think, you know, the, the NBA with this one, calling it eight games, it sounds like a more severe penalty than it actually is, I feel like. I mean, this was just announced. The games that he's missed till now are essentially a sunk cost. Uh, you know, so really the only penalty you're looking at is the games missed between now and Monday. And, you know, that, that really isn't that big of a deal. You definitely want to discipline a player that has just so much potential for you again to, to make sure these things get sorted. But uh, bottom line is I, I hope that this week was really productive for him. And uh, we'll just make sure that these things get out of the way now so he can just enjoy his career moving forward. 
Coming up next in TMZ Sports, Leon Edwards about to attempt to defend his welterweight title against Kamaru Usman for the first time ever since winning the belt late last year. Question is, how has Rocky's life changed since winning that very coveted belt? We are going to talk to the champion next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike Babcock Mojo will be back with us in just a few minutes. But we are just days away from a monster UFC card. UFC 286 going down. And the uh, main event on that card is a rematch of one of the uh, most talked about fights of all of last year. And we welcome to the show right now UFC star and champion, welterweight champion, Leon Edwards. Leon, brother, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for I'm, man, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm so excited for this fight, obviously, going down on Saturday. Uh, Leon, first things first, how about having this one uh, not in the States here, but in your backyard uh, in London? It must be pretty cool to go home as champion and be able to defend that title in front of your people. Yeah, 100%. Um, to have the opportunity to come back home and um, defend about my first title of defense, it's a dream come true, you know? Like, I think if you ask any um kid growing up like what would be your dream scenario right to to if if you if you miss martial arts it would be this um so yeah I'm, I'm now just enjoying it enjoying the process of it enjoying the doing media work enjoying this everything you know and to be able to have my my friends and family there as well i think that that's that doesn't help me inspire me on you know yeah, it's got to be inspiring to so many people, the kids uh, all throughout London. It's it's an awesome thing, Leon. Um, before we get into the fight, how has life changed since you have become champion? Obviously, something that you wanted for so long. You fought so hard even to just get the title shot and then to win the way you won and uh, to be champion. What, what's it been like and how has life changed? Um, it's been crazy. You know, we didn't, I don't think we need to dream of being a champion. You don't dream of the work, right? You're more dreaming about the scenario. Like you just get into that pinnacle. Um, but after that, there's a lot of obviously get a lot of media obligations and um different stuff you have to do, right? And yeah, um, take part in. But it's been, it's been fun. Like I said, I've um, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the process of it. Do you expect him to fight you different this time around, Leon? Do you think that we may see Kamaru Usman wrestle more? How do you believe his approach will be different this time around? Um. It's difficult to say, right? Like to see him coming out, coming off such a devastating knockout. Just let's see how, how how he comes back and um, does he wrestle more? Probably, you know. I think he's fought the same way for such a long time. Like what he does is what he does, right? I don't. He hasn't changed much as far as that. How he fights me, Kobe, or whoever he fights, he fights him pretty pretty similar in, in in his technique and what he uses. And um, I can't see him now being a totally different fighter. Yeah. And what he was um, six months ago, no, or however long it was. 
Do you think that he might be changed, that that air of invincibility may be gone now from Kamaru Usman after you did what you did to him? Yeah, 100%. Like, if we look for the history of boxing, the history of fight sport, I think such a devastating knockout um, does play a part. You know, it does. Um, it might say it doesn't care about it and it's kind of like trying to play it down. But at the end of the day, you, you, you last got shut off, like out, out cold, stiff, you know, and now I can take I can take that confidence, knowing that I can take him down, knowing that I can once hit the mat, that I am I am better, knowing that I can knock him out and bring that confidence into the into the next fight and yeah, just utilize it. You know, I, I, I looked at the odds. I was curious what the odds makers felt about the fight, and I see they have you as a pretty heavy underdog. Is that something, Leon, as the champion, as a guy who went in there and beat Kamar Usman in front of all of us? Is that something that bothers you or is that something that you don't really care about? Yeah, it is what it is. You know, like I've been underdog in most of my fights and yeah. I'm on the longest win streak in the history <laughs> of the promotion, you know, so <laughs> it, is what it is. Like I said, keep down to me and I keep proving them wrong. How do you see it going, Leon, when you kind of envision how this thing plays out? How, how do you see yourself winning? Is it something that goes to the judges? Do you see yourself putting them out again? How does the fight unfold in your mind? Um, I think it'd be difficult to to top that moment, right? Like knocking them out. But I think uh, I want to go out there and just show off, show off, show out and just show myself. You know, I haven't been able to do that um, for the last fight because of the attitude and the way it played out. But I think this time at home, I want to go out there and enjoy the moment, show out and just um, beat him anywhere the fight goes. You know, but I can clearly see my hand being raised at the end of the night, you know. I'll let you get out of here on this one, Leon. I know you and Kamaru are both gentlemen. You're both very respectful guys. Uh, if uh, he's watching this, though, you have any message for Kamaru Usman right now? Um, nah, no message really. Just be ready for Saturday night. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. And um, like I said, I'll be no one. No one can take him out. I'm coming to swing, <laughs> swing the chair at his head. You know, so it's gonna be a a, a good night. Well, yeah, it, it's gonna be a great night. Uh, it's a fight that I think the whole world's gonna be watching. Uh, it's about as good as it gets. And uh, I thank you so much for your time, Leon. Thank you. Coming up next at TMZ Sports, Red Sox infielder Kike Hernandez recently revealed that he actually crapped his pants during a Major League Baseball playoff game. Well, now there is a company coming to his assistance in a very big way. Yeah, we'll explain next on TMZ Sports. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you during your game? 2020 playoffs. I had a tooth infection, so I was taking some antibiotics for my infection, and one of the side effects was diarrhea, and we got a big out in a big situation during the NLDS, and I screamed, yeah, I was DHG, and I thought I poured it. Uh, I went out to lead off the inning, I struck out on three pitches, when I went in the dugout, I went straight to the bathroom, I put my pants down, Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Honest mistake, honest mistake. Uh, <laughs> I think I think we talked about this on the show a few weeks ago, Mojo. Of course, that we is, did. Yes, how could I forget? That was. 
Kike Hernandez talking to his his now Boston Red Sox teammate, formerly uh, Los Angeles Dodgers teammate Justin Turner. They were asking uh, Kike what the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to him on a baseball field was, and that was pretty embarrassing. Kike is is getting some help, Mojo. There's a company coming to his rescue. Dude wipes. Yeah. Dude wipes. Um, Pretty sure we all know what they do, what they make. They make, you know, the uh, wipes for the bathroom. Look what they did, Mojo. They hooked him up in a big, big way. Look at all those wipes. Oh, wow. Kike will never, never be caught crapping his pants again without a wet wipe right there, Mojo. So, yeah, dude wipes. Yeah, this was great. This was a great gift for a man who crapped his pants literally during the playoffs on national TV. I can't think of blunders that are, are much worse than that. Uh, he could have cost him the game. That might be preferable to crap in your own pants. And then talking about it for some reason, not sure why he'd admit that. A great gift by Dude Wipes, but again, this is something that helps you after the fact. I don't right. know if this is going to prevent future instances. I might suggest making Dude Wipe line trousers uh, for this man to wear just in case. Wait, maybe like a Huggies. Maybe a Huggies yeah. would have been a better um, present for him. But I say what you do, you take one of the packs right in the back pocket. You're out there on the field. Yeah. And if, if you misjudge a fart again... You're good to go. You don't put the glove in the back pocket. No. You just hang you some just butt wipes out of there. <laughs> so there, you're welcome for the idea, Kike Hernandez. Mojo, <laughs> we have got to go. Uh, you're going to like this tomorrow because, Mojo, we are talking to none other than Kansas City Chiefs superstar tight end Travis Kelsey. So, Mojo, we recently ran into Travis in Los Angeles. Earmuffs here because you are Rob Gronkowski's best friend. But a lot of people now saying that Travis Kelsey may actually be the greatest tight end ever. Uh, he may have unseated Gronk as the GOAT. We are asking Travis that question, Mojo, tomorrow. Travis, a lot of people saying you're the best. Are you? We're going to see what he has to say and who he thinks is actually the GOAT. Yeah, it'll be, uh, I think it'll be a pretty decent show. We're talking about my twin brother, and we're not talking about crap in our pants. So <laughs> You never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, never say never. I guess with that possibility, it's set to make it the best show since Saturday.